Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM. I am so happy to have back in our studio, our virtual studio, Mr. Jim Smith, the founder and CEO of GAN Analytics, or is it GAN Analysis, LLC? GAN Analysis. GAN yeah, Analysis. Right. Uh, formerly, uh, Jim has been on our show uh, and his former company name was Catapult Research, but now we're for 2020. He is starting fresh with a with a whole new perspective on what the GAN Analysis LLC can do for the individual investor. Jim, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Daryl. I appreciate your having me on. This is great. And um, you are now not calling us in from New Jersey. You're calling us in from Texas, right? Yeah, in fact, uh, in the last few months, I made a switch. Um, I moved to Texas, and I started a new company. Uh, the idea being GAN analysis. If you do a Google search, it might, you know, be something people will pick up a little quicker than Catapult Research. Um, and I, my format and my presentation, uh, my whole direction on GAN is is changing and making it more approachable, um, lowering the price point, trying to get people uh, interested in GAN, uh, make it available to a broader spectrum, right. spectrum so, of people. Right. But, so but before we jump into your business model, help our audience understand WD GAN and why this is the backbone of, of your business of helping the small investor to make headway into this very, very complex world of finance and investment? Well, GAN analysis has been around for over 100 years. Uh, W.D. GAN came up with it uh, in the early 1900s. And, um, you know, he, uh, he lived from 1878 to 1955, and he had a very productive career. And, you know, his idea is that you know, he was a chartist and he looked at uh, both the X and Y axis, time and price, and, and he was trying to see if there was a relationship between time and price. And there is. He found a lot of cycles that um, when they cluster, they tend to pick highs and lows, turning points. And um, he had these uh, divisions of the range what he called GAN retracements, he would divide a range into one-eighth increments, and the most important of which was the 50% retracement. So uh, we that's just a quick overview of what GAN did. But the reason it applies to your listeners is because when markets get more volatile, uh, GAN works exceptionally well. So as an example, Tesla just rallied to a high at 967 yesterday it's now down something like 20 percent from that high but um it actually topped very close to a gan level um and uh what i think is happening is that it, we had a parabolic move up when you get those huge swings a short cover rally for tesla now that the shorts have covered their positions of course it comes off um, the reason this might be interesting for your listeners, a lot of people have the view that, you know, with every correction, there's going to be a poster child. And in this case, it might be Tesla because 
Tesla um, rallied stronger than just about anything. It was a lot of people would view it as similar to Bitcoin, the kind of bubble rally you saw in Bitcoin a few years back. Now, if it is coming off, the question is, does that relate to the stock market? And I think it probably does. I think it may be that um, Tesla is coming off a little bit sooner than the S&P, the Dow and the NASDAQ. But if, you know, if we see that that is a poster child, then we say, hey, maybe that's an indication the stocks are going to come off. And by that, I don't necessarily mean a crash. It might only be five to 10% near-term pullback. But um, that takes us to China and the coronavirus. Um, you know, we just heard recently that they have a new vaccine. And supposedly, that's going to solve their problems. But, you know, I just don't believe it. I, you know, I know even if they do have a vaccine, it's going to take time to test it. And it's not going to be a cure-all for everything right away. Yeah, allow I think China Allow me to jump in because this mm -hmm. is news to me. And I've been following this very closely because I'm involved in the scholarly, scholarly publishing industry. And the, and the publishers were uh, getting together to provide um, folks free access so that they can collaborate and find a vaccine. What I had read was that it was, it was going to take about a year to get a vaccine. And so you're saying that you have seen or read where they have already implemented some type of vaccine? No, no. I mean, I think they, uh, they just advertise that they're close to a vaccine and the market took that as good news. So yesterday and today, you've seen the stock market rally. The market wants to you know, is desperate for good news to keep the stock market going higher. So we uh, have this huge yeah. sell-off. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's this, uh, I mean, on the bad the news. I mean, the sell-off wasn't yeah. really that significant to be honest. In, in, in my home. No, it wasn't. It was only 500. No, it wasn't. And, and this, this, this marketplace yeah. is so overheated and, you know, they have a volume of, of like 28,000 um, and then lose 500 points. I mean, yeah. Um, it, it, I, in, in my humble opinion, that's not that much. For me, I thought something of two or 3,000 points would have represented the, the, what I think is going to be the overall economic impact, not only to China, but to the world. When you think about that, uh, none of the major U.S. airlines are flying to China right now, or vice, mm -hmm. you know, no flights are coming back. How will when you think about all of the goods and services that are going to come to a screeching halt, because folks are going to be concerned about staying alive. So um, I, I, I think we're at the very beginning of it. And, and I think that our, our captains of, of the business world, um, they're not being honest with us. And um, well, you're on the same wavelength. And I think most people have the same impression that, you know, uh, if the market rallies too much, in the last two days on the basis that maybe there's a vaccine coming, you know, and like you said, it could be quite a while before that thing is really uh, available. Uh, I think the market is getting ahead of itself in this rally. And I'm not, you know, I have the same view that you do that, you know, it might, the Dow might give back a couple thousand points. You might be somewhere five to 10% correction uh, because it's really, not proven to me that it's a pandemic. It's, it's, you know, some cases outside of China, but mostly it's hurting China. So the way I see it and what I see on the Gantt charts is that the biggest disaster is for the Hang Seng 
uh, and the Shanghai Composite Index and their Shenzhen, their, their indices in China are going to get hammered, but that doesn't necessarily mean we get hammered. It just means, you know, maybe in sympathy, if, if they sell off 30, 40%, maybe we sell off 10%. You yeah, know, but, but Jim, if, because, I, if I may beg to differ with you, if, if the goods mm-hmm. that we purchase, the, the goods that we import from that region come to a screeching halt, that's going to have some type of effect on how business is being done here in, in the U.S. because folks are going to have to find alternative vendors. It's going to disrupt production lines because of the resources or, or, or different widgets that they're getting from China. So I, I have to, 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 to differ, have a, a difference of opinion with you on that. I, I think that it will have some type of ripple effect Sure. We'll no, I'm not. Other, other I, vendors. I'm not disagreeing with you. I I would. I know there's going to be a ripple effect, but I'm just saying, in degrees of harm to the economy, it's obvious that China is going to be hurt worse than we are, and it oh, will yeah, hurt us. That. That's why I say mm-hmm. I'm saying 10% is still a decent little pullback for the S&P, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm saying the other thing is by the time you're down 10% on the S&P maybe by that time you have the attention of the Fed. And so what they do is the same thing they did last fall. Uh, if you recall in our interview last fall, we had a bunch of GAN cycles indicating a possible top. Now, um, that didn't really happen, and I think largely because the Fed came in and did um, you know, quantitative easing um, you know, intervention in the repo market. Uh, they said not QE, that it wasn't QE, but everybody knows it was QE. So the reality is, I think the same thing may happen this time. Mm-hmm. If you get down 10%, uh, the reason we won't have a worse correction is the Fed will come in. The Powell put is still operative, uh, just as the Greenspan put, the Bernanke put, and the Yellen mm-hmm. put. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that the, the playbook is the same. Uh, they will throw money at the problem. You'll do quantitative easing until the cows come home and the stock market goes back up again. Mm. Um, so I, I'm not saying that we're not going to be harmed economically. I'm saying that the Fed will respond to it and therefore it will limit the downside of this correction uh, to maybe around 10%. And so I'm on the same wavelength that you are. I, I know it's mm-hmm. going to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not going to be maybe as bad as it would be if you had a Fed that was indifferent to, you know, this sort of economic chaos. Um, so you know, I, I feel mm-hmm. pretty good about it. I think that the stock market, we had some GAN cycles mid to late uh, January that called the top. And then we had the mid-season turn due here February 4th, yesterday. And I think it's possible, you know, you can be off by a day or two. I think we're forming basically a double top. And if you do see, you know, for example, the S&P take out the 50-day moving average, which is close to some of my GAN lines, if you take that out, mm-hmm. a lot of chartists will suddenly ring the bell and say, hey, something's going off here. Maybe a double top. You start to pull back, and then it, it has its own downside momentum. So 
Nothing's guaranteed. I mean, for all I know, stocks will just keep going higher and higher. But if you do see the market double top and then start to pull back, that would be your red flag. That, so, hey, maybe a 5%, 10% correction. So for the benefit of our listeners, could you give them a definition of double top? What does that mean? Well, a double top would be when the market rallies, it, it retests the same high that it achieved in a you know prior to that point so it looks like two peaks on the stock uh, on the chart and so that the, they call it a double top and um you know uh, for traditional chartists that's a reliable pattern if, if you get a double top and then you take out support then you got confirmation that hey maybe you're starting a near-term pullback um mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Uh, yes, it does, Jim. We are here with Mr. Jim Smith, who is the founder and CEO of GAN Analysis. If you go to the Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter iTunes podcast under Seton Hall University, you'll see a number of shows there, and you'll see Mr. Jim Smith's name, formerly of Catapult Research. He rebranded his company from what I, we he discussed with me because he wanted to really reflect what he's doing with the WD GAN analysis. And also he's positioned his company so that the, the, the smaller investor, if you will, would be able to afford his services. So Jim, if, if we could tell us about the services that you do provide to the small investor. Um, yeah, the, um, I do a, daily report where I jump around from stocks, bonds, forex, commodities. I even cover uh, digital assets like, you know, Bitcoin. Um, so whatever's moving, the way I view it is whatever is topical, I want to cover it. So for example, yesterday and today I covered Tesla. And so, you know, I don't always cover individual stocks, but if they're very topical, like the move up in Tesla, then I'll cover it. And if somebody requests a particular market, yeah, I'll cover that and send it out to everybody. Um, and I'm trying to bring GAN to a broader audience. And originally I was focused on institutional clients. And now I'm, um, I'm still covering institutional clients, but I'm trying to bring GAN to uh, a wider range of investors. So um, I moved to Texas. Um, my costs are lower and I didn't rebrand it. I'm really starting a new company, which is in a way a lot different than my old company. Uh, the format is different. Uh, the coverage is, is a little different and, you know, I'm really trying to make it more accessible by uh, explaining, for example, like those double tops and, uh, some GAN cops concepts I explain with each report. So effectively, if somebody takes my service uh, for three months, they're going to learn a lot about GAN analysis in real time. A lot of people will do, a lot of GAN experts will do a seminar, a weekend seminar, and they'll charge you $2,000 for a couple of days where they just throw all kinds of information at you, most of which you're going to forget. But what I would think makes more sense is I provide you three-month uh, tutelage where you see things as they're playing out in real time. 
you know, because it's very easy for a so-called expert to show you past examples where things worked. I'm showing you stuff in real time, and you can see for yourself whether it works or not. So what I would invite your uh, listeners is, you know, try it for three months, see if it works for you. And if you like it, just continue. But if you don't, you just, you know, you will have learned a lot about GAN just by taking it for three months. Okay, let me play devil's advocate with you. Um, I'm an individual investor, and I pay you X amount of dollars per month for three months. What am I going to be able to do with this information that's going to help me with my financial portfolio? Well, it makes you understand the broad, uh, the bigger moves, not that I'm less interested in the, you know, micro moves, the day trader world. I'm, I'm really focused on the intermediate and long-term movements of the market. So I'm, with my service, I'm trying to give you an advantage in knowing when the major turns are going to happen. Um, and like I say, it doesn't always work. Like last fall, uh, the Fed intervened with the uh, repo market. Uh, and uh, I think they really saved us from a major correction last fall. And so what I would say is that the GAN cycles are due now. They were due in late January. They called the high. And whether or not that's going to be a major correction depends on how the Fed responds. But the reality is at least we know we have at least a near-term correction starting. And then how this plays out will depend on whether we find support at some major GAN levels. If we bounce off them toward the end of February, then maybe we come right back up in March. Okay, um, but let's, let's that's get what back, I think. But let's get back to the services mm-hmm. that me, the individual uh, subscriber to your services, would receive. I'm an investor, and how are you communicating with me? Is it a, is a, is it an app? Is it a website? Um, what what can I expect on a day to day basis? Uh, I do have a website that is um, almost ready, uh, and I should be rolling that out later this week. Um, And then mostly they're going to get the reports sent to them so they don't even have to go to the website. Okay. So Mm -hmm. now the only reason you would go to the website would be to see past reports. Uh, But uh, effectively, as a client, you're going to get stuff delivered to you as a PDF uh, every day, you'll see a new report on at least one or two markets, and you'll get it delivered to your email. So you give me your email, that's all you have to do, and sit back and wait for the reports to come to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, is that what one I do a day? Also, is it a couple of reports a day? A couple of reports a day, sometimes three or four, depends on how busy the markets are and you know how you know how much time I have. If some markets like Tesla, I had to spend more time on that because it, you know it's a it's a market that I don't cover that often. But um, if I do have time, I like to do two or three, four markets. But oftentimes it's just two markets a day, and so you'll get the S and P, and then you'll get some other market that's topical. In this case, Tesla. But you know maybe tomorrow it might be dollar yen, it might be uh, euro dollar, or, uh, or it might be gold, silver, you know, whatever is moving. Um, and what people are interested in, um, I try to cover that, you know, so 
uh, I take requests. As if you're a client, you can always ask me, well, please cover Bitcoin. I haven't seen that for a while. And so how does one get in touch with you? Is your website up? Uh, let's, let's give our audience the website, phone number, email, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, the GAN Analysis LLC is the company, and the website will be GAN Analysis. Um, you know, you, you can Google that and, it'll, you know, for the moment it's not up, but it should be up, like, say, within a week. And the easiest way for them to get a hold of me right now would be to send me an email, jamesmith at ganalysis.net. And I'll get that email and you say, well, I'd like to, you know, what, if you want more information, feel free to uh, send me an email. And uh, for anyone interested enough to contact me, what I would be happy to offer, I have a recent report on Tesla. And, you know, anyone who sends me their email, I'll send them a free report on that. Um, But uh, if you do want more information about pricing, you can um, just send me an email and I'll I'll fill you in. And so your report on Tesla, when was that published? I published it yesterday and I did an update today. So, Mm -hmm. um, like I say, the GAN chart i used the square of nine to call the high mm-hmm. and it came within a few points so it was okay. pretty it was pretty impressive the um square of and now nine. we're selling off we're, square of nine is a a gan tool and there are many gan tools that you know he came up with one of which was the square of nine you can google that and you'll see on the internet, you'll see a, a picture of a, a bunch of numbers that are rotating outward from the center. And it looks pretty weird, but um, that's one of the concepts that I'll explain to people who, who uh, subscribe to the service. And uh, it's a very useful tool. And you know, it helps you to pick highs and lows. And you can also use it for timing. Um, so there's many tools that GAN used. And like I said, if somebody subscribes, they will see a whole range of GAN tools. They'll learn a lot of GAN analysis just by taking the service. Okay, excellent. And um, uh, if someone said, well, you know what, this sounds good, but I'd like to have a couple of referrals. Are you able to provide um, folks with uh, referrals? Sure, yeah, I mean, if they, they send me uh, an email and they want a referral, I'd be happy to do that. Okay. Excellent. 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 And so I, I want to get your, your thoughts about GAN and politics. So we're in the, we're in the uh, political season. Um, we got mm-hmm. the primaries, caucuses, primaries going on, the election coming up in November. Um, do you have any particular thoughts about how, well, how WD GAN uh, in, interprets election results? Well, you know, the reality is now I'm not an astrologer and Gan was, so maybe he'd have a, a particular view on that. But um, I tend to use a lot of the Gan tools, but I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know who's going to win. All I can really well, no, tell no, no, no. I'm not is, talking about who's going to win. I'm just talking about people's policies. I mean, like, give you an example. Right now, the current administration is cutting back on um, a lot of regulation, right? 
And that's mm-hmm. going to have some, some people might argue is going to have a positive effect on some things. Um, but other folks will argue it's going to have a negative effect because uh, people's health and safety probably is going to be at more at risk. What I'm wondering is if the WD GAN for these, for the current administration and, and the policies that they're, they have put in place or policies that they're talking about putting in place, does WD GAN um, have a view on that? Or have you seen um, WD GAN take that into account in uh, to see how that might affect the overall markets? Well, all I can tell you is the charts don't really speak to fundamentals directly. Indirectly, they do. Um, this stock market rally has been in place for almost 11 years. And c- coming, you know, March, remember the low came March, early March uh, 2009. So we're coming up on the 11 year anniversary of that low. And incidentally, uh, if the rally continues for another year, if, if for example, you know, pro-market policies of the Trump administration managed to keep the market going up and the Fed intervenes every time the market dips and then we keep the rally going. You know, 12 years is a big number for GAN. That's 144 months. So uh, 144 is a number that GAN really believed in big time. It, the numbers have power. And so it's a from GAN's perspective, 144 was a cycle of completion. So if you start from a bottom in March 2009, you rally, you know, 12 years, 144 months into March 2021, just about a year from now, that would be a very a big warning sign. To be honest, over a year ago, I never thought it was possible. I thought, you know, this is the longest bull market in history. The idea that you could rally 12 years, I really didn't believe it was possible. But it looks like we might do it. And if we do do it, then, you you know, that speaks to your indirectly, that speaks to the policies. And you can argue about who has the better policies, Democrats or Republicans. I don't really get involved with that. All I do is look at the charts and the charts tell me it doesn't really matter Whoever wins the election in November, if they're pro-market or anti-market, you know, this market is long in the tooth, this rally. So if you're still going up into the election, then it, it almost doesn't matter who wins the election because next year you'll see the market pull back. And that's only because that, you know, 144-month cycle is a major cycle. Uh, I'm not saying that it's 100% certain that you'll even get a rally into next year. I mean, for all I know, we might start a correction now and just keep going down. All I'm saying is if we rally for another year, that would be a big red flag. And I don't really care what their policies are. Um, The reality is a market that's been going up for 12 years, uh, from a GAN perspective, that would be a red flag. Mm Mm-hmm. And nothing's nothing's bulletproof. We had cycles due last fall, you know, from the October 1929 crash. It was 90 years into last fall, which is, you know, 1990, October 19, or excuse me, uh, 2019. That's 90 years. So that's a big cycle for GAN. And I thought maybe we'd get a pullback last fall, but the Fed intervened. And the power of the Fed throwing money at it, um, 
you know, I think you can extend a cycle. The question in my mind is how, how many times can you extend the cycle? And I think we're probably reaching the outer limit. If this market goes up the rest of this year, um, you know, I would say it's time to take some chips off the table and uh, maybe go to cash because at that point, you, you've got the longest bull market in history by far. And it's meeting up with a GAN cycle of great importance. So, um, you nothing. You know, these are all probabilities. Cause of course, of course. Somebody can, somebody can turn around and say, "No, it's going to go up for twenty years." Well, fine. Maybe you're right. Well, Jim, but you know, I'm just looking at probabilities. Exactly, Jim. Unfortunately, yeah, we always run out of time because you're always sharing such great information with us. Uh, as a regular guest, we're going to have you back on the program. So we're recording this program actually on Wednesday, February 5th. It's going to broadcast uh, this Saturday, February 8th at 8 a.m. on WSOU 89.5 FM. But we're going to have you back because we want to make sure that we're, 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 we're holding your feet to the fire. So we'll see how WD GAN is, is going to project. So real quick, real quick, 10 seconds. What do you project for... Um, the second quarter of 2020 as far as the stock market? Well, I think here in February, we'll probably have a near-term dip and then we'll bounce back in March. So I, I don't think the market's going to stay down even if you get a pullback because uh, the Fed will come in. So I, I think that the, the odds are good that any sort of near-term pullback will be greeted by the Fed with more QE and they'll pick the market up. And uh, we'll rally into the election. Uh, that, you know, okay. that seems the most likely scenario. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here. Mr. Jim Smith, the CEO and founder of GAN Analysis LLC is our in-studio guest. Jim, thanks come, for coming on the program. We look forward to having you back. Thanks a lot, Daryl. Appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend on Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Have a great Saturday, but remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5 FM.